Good evening and welcome to Xbox Taverns X Pod Tavern episode 88 on this wonderful Sunday evening at 8 pm. Ish. Ish. I'm the returning Jamie back after a long hiatus and Woo-hoo. I'm once again joined by MPV Graham. Hello. Scottish Scruff Ross. Hello. And Millie Man Ian. All out, all day, all hours. Gentlemen, how are you? It's been a while. Well, yes. not in real life, yes. but in the Xbox Tavern land, it's been a while. How are you? We're it's good. Been very well, yes. Yeah, been very nice. How are you? Are you upset you missed the Resident Evil chat last week? I'm livid. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was I was just shouting into the ether like, let me say something, but no one was listening to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you me agreeing that Resident Evil 6 is one of the better ones. I was like, fucking Resident Evil 5 again. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that's the most one we've all played as well. We're going to talk, we're going to talk the remake into existence. Oh, see, I wouldn't mind if they remade it and made these. Anyway, we're getting into Resident Evil. I'm sure you guys don't want to go down that route already. Let's get there later on, shall we? Let's talk mm. about the news what? of the video games of Xbox. I also about where Dan's been a little. Yeah. Well, Dan's not here. He's Hi, Daniel. He's incapacitated. Hi, Daniel. He, uh... He's in chat. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. He, he had too much to drink last night and he's yeah. feeling very fragile. I mean, sh- we're not as young as we used to be, are we? Shandy the size of his head. Yeah. yeah. One Dad's beer, that's him. Fucked. Dad's about 50, so. Well, true. Hello, my name is Daniel. I'm so fit. <laughs> and that was the obligatory take the piss out of Daniel second. Thank you very much. Let's get into the news. GTA 6, gentlemen. <laughs> GTA 6 has been rumoured and pondered upon and wanted for ages. Obviously, GTA 5 come out in 2013. Um, and we finally got first unconfirmed details about a possible GTA 6 from those lovely folk up near Ross's Way in... Um, where's where's Rockstar based? Was uh, Edinburgh and Dundee. So, the com- they, do you reckon they'll know where your backwards town is? Probably not Dundee because they're pretty much all just they keep to themselves and always shape or forms. Um, Edinburgh, mate. Maybe. Maybe. Edinburgh, mate. Like a stone's throw across the lake or something. Don't get lakes in Scotland, the locks. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the obligatory take the piss out of Ross section. Yes. Thank you. We'll work our way You've around everybody. Obviously, everybody in Scotland. It's with that and a wild haggis. You've got to see like both. It's like a rite of passage. And a bad mass bar. That's what we have to eat. See, I come back and just fucking wheels fall off within 30 seconds. Bart Snickers is better. Snickers? Caramel and that. Oh, lovely. I bet Dan likes a bad map bounty. Dan just likes to be battered. Speaking of of battered things, GTA likes to batter people, especially. No, let's not go down that route. But GTA 6 details from Bloomberg uh, potential return to Vice City apparently coming soon. Oh, yeah. Could possibly be 2023 slash 2024, probably 2028 at this rate. Um, But yeah, the the general gist is that it's going to be set in Miami, they said. Um, was there a time scheme, a time frame? I, I sort of missed that part. I think I seen something about a modern day Bonnie and Clyde, so yeah. I'm presuming it's going to be more up to date. And yeah. and as as Ross alluded to there, um, one of the big rumours is that there's going to be two characters to play as rather than three of GTA Five. One which will be a female protagonist for the very first time in GTA. And then on it, shut the bed when they seen that, didn't they? I mean, they could very well have. Yeah, they might as well have just turned the internet off for a couple of hours because yeah. the amount of shit that people were coming out with. Like, I'm I'm really confused as to why it's an issue having a female protagonist. Like, oh, I'm never going to play as that person, but you have to. You, you have to. It's part of the main game. Fucking deal with it. What difference does it make? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it it's a sprite. Get over it. 
and if anything, it could provide a new perspective, as it were, because obviously it's all been big burly men so far going and stabbing people. Now we're going to get a woman going and stabbing people. I mean, no, GTA Online, you do that, don't you, Jay? Yeah. Damn right, players. That's a good point. That's a good point. You can beat females on the GTA Online one. Yeah, so. Yeah, so are, are we excited to potentially go back to Vice City slash Miami, whatever they end up calling it, or what area they're going to, Ross? Uh, Ross here? Yeah. Possibly. I mean, it's, in fact, it's a new one coming out. That's all you kind of need. Yeah. And at this exactly. point, the location's almost semi relevant. <laughs> I mean, if it's something new, if it is going to be Miami, then fucking fantastic because like Vice City's layout was like just love Vice City. Yeah, I mean, it's, it has to go down that route. I mean, that's the only real kind of game you really can set yourself around. So I can't wait for it as well. I just hope they add like more, way more stuff you can do, like more side quests, more things you can buy, a bit like in Vice City. According to again this report on Bloomberg, I'm using pure Xbox's breakdown of it. They said, uh, in terms of what to expect from the single-player campaign, they said that the story will be influ- influenced by Bonnie and Clyde with, and the aforementioned female protagonist, uh, a sp- supposedly a t- Latina protagonist. Um, and apparently, there were supposed to be uh, large portions of North and South America, but Rockstar had to be reeled in and focused instead on a fictional version of Miami rather than trying to make like they did with um, San Andreas, where they had a whacking great area, or where they, they had in GTA Five, where they had all the different states and stuff. Um, mm. Yes, yeah, so they're going to keep it cloned down, uh, toned down, I should say. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't so, go too far of it, do you? It then that's, yeah, the content I mean, gets washed out. It's all well and good. I think we spoke about it before when we talked about GTA Six. Like it's all well and good having a massive area, but if, as you said, Ian, if there's not enough to do in it, it you sort of. Well, that's point. yeah. That's happened with GTA Five. Reality, you spend most time around the city. Yeah. The, all the after after the top half of the map was a bit like barren and a bit boring, and obviously it felt like a bit of a chore trawling across it all. So you need those kind of areas, stuff to do where there's loads of things you can kind of setting. But it needs to be big enough where you can actually fly a plane. And it makes sense. Yeah, not takes like thirty seconds to get from there. Yeah, I'm sure they they'll uh, keep us all entertained. As I said, they're aiming for. Between April 23 and March 24, but there's no way they're ever going to make, make that at this point, I don't think. Um, no chance. No. I mean, if we, if we hear waiting... something at Gamescon, maybe I can see it. If nothing at Gamescon, I can't see it saying, oh, here's the game out next year. Or, I mean, well, not next, next E3, they go, oh, here's the game for next year. Like, I can't see that happening. No chance, no chance. I think when they revealed GTA 5, they gave it, what, six months, I think, before it was due to first come out, and then they pushed it back. So it ended up being just over a year since, say, like between announcement and release. Uh, but obviously, that was then what five or six years after GTA Four, and mm. now we're hitting at this point. We've already hit ten. Well, it'd be ten years next year, wouldn't it? Between GTA Five and if it does come out next year, GTA Six. I mean, fair play to them. They do like, especially Rockstar. They do like to say, "Here's a trailer. See in a year, kind of thing." Like we'll, we'll yeah. have it in a year, not like, "Oh, here's a trailer." Yeah, we'll see in about three, four years and they'll be out. I mean, there could be a chance that they've got stuff there ready to show, but with E3 coming back as a proper show next year, they might be like, well, what better place to showcase it at this revamped E3? And then when E3 comes in, they go, well, actually, we are looking at March 2024, so enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And they traditionally avoided E3, haven't they? But 
<clears throat> they've also traditionally, like Ian said, not announced anything to do with GTA until it's all basically upon us. Whereas this time they said, we're working on GTA 6, nothing to announce, but we're working on it. So they could maybe change, have a change of heart because obviously, uh, was it Dan Hauser left, was it? Yes. Um, yeah. And a couple of other, like the upper, excuse me, higher ups left. Um, and they, that's part of the story as well because obviously they had a bit of a backlash with the culture of crunch and, and upsetting employees and doing stuff the wrong way. And supposedly they've turned it around quite well. Uh, but a lot of people are panicking, not panicking, I should say, concerned that the rock star of old now transitioning into this more friendly rock star can't quite produce the yeah. same type of GTA. It's going to be edgy. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that, you know, it's a different time now. And it 10 years ago was 10 years ago. Now you've got to be a bit more careful with stuff yeah. like that. Um, but I think if anyone can do it, I think the the good, fine folk at Rockstar can, can pull it off nicely, hopefully. You'd hope. You'd hope yeah. so. Um, so, yeah, so I imagine we'll talk about this probably every other week for the next two years until it's out. <laughs> yeah, um, I imagine hopefully. so. Uh, you know, because they like to tease as well, like we were saying, like here, have a single screenshot, and everybody spends an hour video analyzing. Oh, in in the distance there, I think I can see the bridge from San Francisco. Maybe this could be. Oh, there's a building there. That look, oh, yeah, we'll get carried away, I think. But go play GTA Five in the meantime. It's on everything and your toaster, so you could always go check out that. And that new the new Upspuff version is pretty decent as well, especially if you haven't played it before. Oh, any more GTA news, gentlemen, or should we move on? Thanks for GTA. Oh, well, other games that have been announced and revealed and look pretty damn decent was at the Annapurna Showcase 2022. Did anybody, you know, anybody watch the whole showcase? Probably not, I imagine. I didn't actually watch the whole I watched the trailers that they released. Oh, I did watch one of the ones that we can talk about, actually, because I watched quite a bit of it. Nice. So, why don't you tell us the one that you were caught your eye on? The Lost Wild. Okay. Dinosaur survival game. I mean, it sounds a bit like Ark when you say that. Looks fucking amazing. Um, I think one of the things I had seen basically that was saying was it was like it, it scratched the Dino Crisis itch, hmm. was what I had seen it described as. Um, it just looks really good. And the dinosaurs in it look awesome as well, but I don't know if that's pre rendered stuff or if that's how they'll actually look in game. It says on it's a Steam trailer, but yeah, again, yeah. whether that's actually it, ga- gameplay or not. It does look like a real. It looks right on my street because it's a survival game, but the dinosaur part it certainly adds a wee bit extra to that as well. Um, yeah. Just, I think, like I say, because the dinosaurs look as good as they look in it, and I'm thinking like the last time I played a proper dinosaur game, with the exception of Ark, you know, like back to like the Turok days and things like that, or yeah. Um, or Second Extinction. Or Game Second Parts. Extinction, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even then, they were like genetically modified yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, they weren't quite so. proper dinos, yeah. Um, but no, just a survival game, ticks my boxes, and then throwing dinosaurs into it. Aye. And it, like you're seeing in the trailer, like with the compass and things like that, so the navigation isn't, here's a waypoint, go here. It's You need to navigate to where you want to go. So no, definitely seems like it'll be right on my street if it sort of follows the sort of green hell... Um, arc rust type idea of you have to sort of craft and stuff to survive whilst also being chased by whatever dinosaurs you may come across yeah no, I, I must admit i missed that trailer when i first watched the sort of roundup that looks pretty damn decent um as you said i'm not normally one for survival games but chuck me some dinosaurs chuck me a bit of horror I'll yeah. up with some survival mechanics if i need to um 
one that caught my eye was a game called, let me just bring up my notes quickly, Maquette, I think it's pronounced. And this looks more like something like um, Superliminal or what's the other, oh, I can't think of the other name now, where it's like a first person puzzle game where <clears throat> you've got the, the scene of like a building, for example, and you go into the building and there's a smaller version of that exact same scene in the middle. And then you go into that one and there's a smaller version of that. And the puzzles you solve in the small version then transfer to the big, bigger versions. So like in, in the trailer, they showed them picking up a, a small key off a table and putting it as a bridge. And then behind them, the massive key fell down as a bridge from to get to the next part. Oh, nice. And then you can get to the outer area and then rinse and repeat until you've solved the puzzle area, basically. Uh, and yeah, it looks fucking brilliant. Uh, again, that's, that's sort of right on my street, that type of thing. Um, yeah, it looked really good. Um, Ian Gray, did you have a chance to check out the list of anything? Anything catch your eye? Yeah, for me, it would be one game that really caught my eye. It would be a game called uh, Thirsty Suitors. It kind yeah. of kind of is like a story-driven jet set radio kind of vibe. Um, so that sounded quite cool. I think that that was um, who's making who's making that one? It's Anna, uh Outer Loop Games. Yeah, okay. so that looked quite funky because that was kind of like really kind of quirk with all the kind of skateboarding style, um, kind of getting points stuff. And they also had a kind of bit of a story-driven mode. They kind of looked like they were. A lot of interacting with people and characters. So that kind of caught Very my colourful, isn't it? Yes. Very colourful. kind of got that cartoon kind of style, yes. Really kind of... Um, and I'm recently kind of seeing more and more of these kind of style of games coming out uh, with kind of cartoon style graphics for the games. I'm kind of really liking them a lot. So I think for me, this will be one for me that I'll be picking up. Oh, I think a lot of these will come to Game Pass as well, won't they? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I missed. I did have a proper list. Yeah, of that, the other day, that is launching into Game Pass. That one is that thirsty suit. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, it's spread now. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, I'm just yeah, reading all the, all the other games that were like sort of spoke about it. Um, Ray, not... did anything grab your eye? Uh, I did, and not a massive amount. Really did. I, th- I mean, that I'm surprised you didn't say about that bounty style one. It looks very tight. Yeah, that was pretty good as well. Yeah, that was another one that caught my eye, as was a game called Flock. Yeah, uh, which seen that caught, one. caught my kid's eyes. It's basically, it looks like if you ever played Flower on the PlayStation 3, where you're just controlling a, a bird basically flying around there collecting creatures. Uh, mm. And I think the from the trailer, at least, it looks like the idea is just grab a couple of friends and just fly around and just create happiness. That's <laughs> Game Pass as well. <laughs> just, um, and it just looks lovely. Yeah, and the kids were well into it because they had like flying sheep and birds and and all sorts of crazy animals. It, it looked lovely. So, yeah. yeah, that's Game Pass well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I thought uh, it was going to be interesting that Solar Ash, but it, it looks a bit quite fast-paced and mm. flitting, which is not too much of my kind of thing. I read lots in the, in the comments, the Pathlessman being really good as well. Um, that kind of gets some like, kind of Zelda vibes. Yeah, because um, com- that was coming, that was on PlayStation, wasn't it? And that was coming yeah. To, yeah. to Xbox, so. So I was getting a lot of love in the kind of the comments. Like many people saying, if you want to play one of these games, play the Pathless. Yeah. So I definitely want to look into that as well. That does seem quite up my street as well. And the same kind of similar kind of style, art style I like. Yeah. So yeah, so again, loads of decent games. Annapurna always bring the good stuff, like you know, 12 minutes. And uh, I think they, what was the other one they published? Again, the year last year. Exactly, yeah. They, they published, oh, um. But was then what remains of Edith Finch? It was, yes. wasn't it? Yes, because it was. there's now an I was going to say, I didn't want to mention that because I was waiting to do your nice little subtle slide. I, I, I was going to slide it in there and then I fucking stumbled over my own words. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a Series X and this upgrade for uh, what remains of Edith Finch available now. 
Uh, if you haven't played the game, definitely play it. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, and the Outer Wilds, which also got a lot of love last year or the year before. Outer Wilds was a great game. It was a, which uh, one's that one? Outer Wilds is basically you start off, you've got like a campfire and a rocket, and you've got to get to the rocket and then takes off. But if um, it, am I right in thinking this is one that's repetitive? So yes, like every twenty two minutes it resets. Yeah, so like if you if you do X amount and then you come back and then you have to basically try and do as much as you can, reset, go back eleven minutes type idea. Uh, okay. Interesting. It got a lot of love. I did try it. I couldn't quite. It get was. On with it, but... it was hard, but it was a good game. Is it getting there? Was it Game Pass or? Outer Wilds was Game Pass. It still is Game Pass. I'm sure. It's, I think it's back in Game Pass. It was also given away free back in the Mixer days. I think if you watched a certain yeah, I think E3 that's stream I got or something. Oh they gave yes, it I vaguely remember that. I wonder if I got a copy then. Yeah, I think most people should have a copy. But again, if not, it's definitely been on Game Pass. It might have even been There is an update, a 4K 60 update coming on the 15th of September and it is all it's the normal version is currently in Game Pass as it stands. Yeah, nice. So yeah, go check that out. Um, again, a lot of love for that game. So if you enjoy little weird, not weird, quirky indie games, go check them out. And there's loads of other stuff coming to Game Pass. Including Maquette, actually, it says here, launched on Game Pass this winter. So either way, I'll be playing that. Thank you very much, Annapurna. And thank you, Game Pass. Best deal in gaming. I don't know if anyone's ever mentioned that or not. And now um, as well as is Game Pass, if anyone was curious. Yeah. Yeah, so go check them out. Right. Now onto the favourite part of the show. Something Where about was... Juventus. Oh. <laughs> I'm into FIFA. Gentlemen, tell me all about football. So there's no uh, it's... Piemonte Calcio anymore. No. It's very much a non-story. I mean, it, it, they had the players. All they didn't have was the name of the team. What was and it called again? Piemonte Calcio. Yeah. No, okay. But I never yes, what I mean, it was called. But it made very, very little difference. So, I mean, for, to get the name back, obviously, that's a bit of a coup to have it to say Juventus again. But tiny, a tiny coup. It yeah. doesn't make that much I, I difference. I KFGD the other day and they were talking about it for far too long and I was like what different I don't understand any of this like what yeah it's, you've, you've just, you you see that it's all money exciting. all money well yeah. I mean money 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 just, just in time for them to give up the FIFA deal yeah? you see that's pretty much why they send it it kind of fell on their backs when they got rid of Ronaldo anyway then the sort of a hype around Juventus kind of flattened out a bit now they're not even that much bigger in their league anymore you say that they, they were speaking about it the other day. We could go into a deep dive of everything that's been shown for FIFA 23, if you like. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> Look, I've missed a couple of weeks. Let's not fucking get back into this track, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Let's have non-league football. That's what they need to bring in. They've got women's football. Club teams. Hey, women's True. football. Euro, women's football. Euro well done, Euros. Woo! Euro champions. Yeah. I was Where was that. Scotland? Yeah. They were. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland even have women? A few. One or two. <laughs> All right, on that note, let's move on, shall we? Um, uh, let's do one more uh, main one and then we'll skip on to the next bit. Uh, anyone interested in Jedi Survivor? Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming out possibly by next March? Please. I, I, I prefer Black Panther game, but... Yeah. What? Is that, is that the sequel for it? Yes, it's the right. sequel. All right, Ross, you tell me quickly about uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and then Ian, you tell me about Black, Pan- Black Panther quickly. Late February, early March. Hopefully, it's coming out. Um, 
think we'll get this one. No, this one won't go Game Pass, will it? No. So not straight away, but eventually, because it's EA Play and all. Yeah. EA game. But no, that'll be awesome. Good to see that, like, it sounds maybe a bit of snobbery, but I'm glad they're not trying to do anything for PS4 and Xbox One X or, C- or the last generation. They're f- solely focused on going forward, which should mean that nothing's held back and it's just going to be one very beautiful game like the last one they put out. Yeah, I can't see why you wouldn't be looking forward to it. They did pretty well with that first one. Fallen well, Order was fantastic. Quite epic, yeah. So a sequel to that can only be good news. Yeah, so that's coming out around the same time as Resident Evil 4 remake, Dead Space remake, uh, Callista, uh, not Callista Protocol, um, there was something else in January, like two days before Dead Space remake. doesn't matter anyway. There's a busy time of year, basically, start of the year already. Um, so, yeah, we could be in for a long, long couple of months. Good video games. Too many games. Not no such thing as too many games. Not enough hours a day. Ian, tell me about Black Panther. Why are you excited? Because it's a Black Panther game. What kind of cool. Good work. Right. Um, <laughs> so the only, thing I, the only thing I want to say about it, and it's the yes. only reason that I have any uh, about it, it's EA that's doing it. Yeah, that's true. When I when I saw it, I was like, oh, Black Panther game. Oh, EA. That was that's exactly my mind. what I did. I was like, oh, fuck, that's going to be awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, oh. So, I mean, I, I don't know how they can, they probably will fuck it up to be fair. Can we think so. of an EA game that's got a massive, big, expansive story in it? Let me think. Anthem. That did well, didn't it? <laughs> that was a good game. Yeah. So, for, for the. It looks layman, better than Marvel Avengers than. For fine. the layman who doesn't understand what you, how you're talking about, what sort of game is Black Panther supposedly be, <laughs> according to the rumor? Sp- uh, Spider Man on PlayStation. Yeah, that, yeah uh, Spider Man S. So if it's Spider-Man-esque or Batman-esque, I mean, they could, the world stick on a voice with yeah, that. I don't know if they'll do it like... story and good enough I don't know if they'll do it like Batman. Uh, no, no way. Well, I they can't do it. No, will they do open world? No, they couldn't. They could yeah. be, so, but no, because it's only really going to be... It'll be more missions, won't it? Like, so it's definitely single-player, yeah? Not multiplayer. No. The rumour is... No, it be. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be single-player. It could be... They could use, like, the combat from Batman, because, like, obviously... Batman it's quite similar, like yeah. That. Yeah, but... For how the actual game plays, they would have to almost do it like Arkham Asylum. Arkham I was just about to say, they'd have they to have do. it with like a, a cons- like closed area um, that you can go between different sections of it, but not like city or night where you've got shit tons of places to go. Yeah, it's good. they have potential. They have a, a chance to really make it decent. My only issue yeah. with it, and it's is that a CA? No, it's, <laughs> I just don't. Like, I get the whole buzz behind Black Panther, but who's Black Panther's... Like, who's the baddies in Black Panther? Does anybody know? Uh, Well, the other one that tried to be the, the Black Panther, I can't remember what the name was in the film. So him and... Didn't they dabble with, like... Not, I was going to say Black Adam or someone from the... Nope. Black Adam's DC. It's Namor, oh, yeah. isn't it? Namor's well. in the comics. Yeah, but, oh, that one from the scene. That's Namor. He, he's going to be the, the one in the new film. But then there's what I'm meaning. So if I had to say, tell me a, a Spider-Man body, you can rattle off tons. Tell me a Batman body, you can rattle off tons. S- Superman. Black Panther, like, people are not going to know who Ulysses Claw is. They're not going to know who the White Gorilla group is. Unless not yet, you're... not to play this thing. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to play it. That's what I'm saying. But... 
to get the urge to play these sort of games, you need to at least like Spider Man. Not everybody knows who Shocker is, but you know who the Green Goblin is. You know who Doc Ock is. So you know you're going to fight them, but then you get the backup characters. That... Well, there's so many games in villains where you don't know who the villain is. But not superhero games, really. That's the thing. You name so a super... Well, don't gee, you don't do superhero. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. It just Black Panther doesn't have a strong enough, or it hasn't got. That's because more... it has. because it's only really had his first film recently. Like think about Batman and Superman and yeah, Spider Man. They've had films for years before. But then Iron Man, Iron Man has only and cartoons and comics and stuff. True. I'm. I can't tell you any villain of Iron Man. Mandarin. And who the fuck is that? Thanos. He was isn't in the Man, film. Thanos? Isn't that a fruit? No. <laughs> you seen Shang? You seen Shang Chi? No. Well, he was in that. So see, that's what I mean. It's just you've got to have the exposure to learn it, and then obviously in ten years' time, when someone goes, "Oh, Black Panther two games out," they'll know who the villains are. True. You've got to bring new stuff in. You can't just have to go back to the old stuff all the time. No you want new Bat- stuff? No, not no like wants, that. No one wants to know a Batman game. X Men game no. would be good. Oh, no. I'm not sure about that. Oh, that's too many people. Too many cooks. <laughs> too many cooks. Too many cooks. Anyway, right, let's move on from that. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for bestowing the knowledge of Black Panther and um, the other one on me, whatever that was. Uh, right, a couple of... <laughs> but i just get a little dig in on myself, sorry. All right, a couple of quick headlines I just want to read out before we get on to the next section. Uh, we don't need to talk about these, really. It's just I thought they were interesting. So what remained of Edith Finch, like I said, it's got a series X and S upgrade now. Go play it, it's good. Uh, delayed Minecraft Smash Brothers Amiibo is, has a release date for September. If you're into Amiibos, which you should be because they're pretty cool, and Minecraft's over the Xbox stuff, go check it out. Uh, and the rest is pretty much pointless, really. I think the other one is Xbox boss Phil Spencer's most anticipated game is God of War Ragnarok, which is a good choice because it's going to be, well, I mean, the first game was fucking tremendous. Uh, but a few did you, I don't know if you saw the fanboy oh you can't do the PlayStation fuck off Pick, play whatever you want play exactly. some games um, and that's about it really nothing else to get into there so gentlemen that's the news that is fit to keep everybody entertained and informed this week thank you very much yep. for listening uh, Ross yes. I've, I've wanted to say this for several weeks it's I been know very frustrating. it's been a while that you, since it's been oh, done just, Ross can you Ross, just, Ross, Ross can you plug us for me please ah you, you stole can't. your thunder you fucking can't Oh, frustrated again for another week. <laughs> so we have a review on Apple Podcast to read out first. So the Jaybird eighty eight really enjoyed it. Keep up the great work. Five stars, great listen. Thank you, Jaybird. Thank, Much thank appreciated you, for that. And then into our normal plugs, patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. Um, if you want to support us with your hard earned money, that is the place to do so. Shout out to our superstar supporter Beth. Thank you very much for that. Um, Breadshirt, if you want to pick up our merch, uh, I believe there was a small complication on mobile devices um, that was only shown one item unless you clicked into it and then you got the items at the bottom. That's been resolved now as of Daniel. I'm sure he fixed it. Thanks, Daniel. So, I think it's fixed because I just clicked the link and it's not working. Thanks. All right, Daniel, I'll <laughs> rescind my thank you until it's fixed. Um, Apple it Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, um, like the J-Bird, can you leave five star reviews it gets us more exposure gets us into more people's ears and we all know how like Jay likes it in the ear so if we could do that exactly do that get us a little bit more exposure and get us to be able to grow 
Um, you'll also find all our written reviews at xboxtavern.com. Jay, fill us in on anything that's popping up this week. The reviews, we've got some good reviews this week. Thank you very much. Uh, by uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Jamie Collier. Oh, that's oh. Nice, uh, so I reviewed Adventures of Chris. Uh, we've got a review from some man named Ian. Uh, I don't know if he, if, if fucking, there's like a was that the one from blood? last year? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got it like, on time for like getting a blood out of a stone. But he did a review for South of the Circle, which looks like a fantastic game. Uh, yeah, we'll he talk gave about his it later 8.5. Yeah, we'll get back to that. And uh, Hell Pie from Corey. Uh, like a 3D uh, platform adventure. It looks pretty cool. April 5 as well. Those more reviews up there, including my review of We Were Here Forever, which I spoke, Graham spoke about last week. Yep. Uh, fucking brilliant game. Tremendous. Definitely go check it out. Uh, and loads more, especially a lot of horror ones lately. So uh, yeah, if you're into horror games, go check out all the reviews we've got on the website at the moment. You'll also find some other reviews and tips and tricks, especially if you are a big fan of your Microsoft perks. And your reward points, Dan has a special little place in his heart for them. So he's got quite a few videos up with that on youtube.com forward slash Xbox Tavern Official. Where you'll also find us Sunday evening at 8pm. Yes! Yeah! Um, social media, same places, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, OnlyFans, wherever it may be, at Xbox Tavern. And our Discord is down in the show notes below. Thank you very much, Ross, for oh, plugging us well and welcome. truly. You did a fantastic job. Right, gentlemen, we're going to get into our weekly segment now, which is our game of the year for Xbox throughout the years. Uh, I've, obviously, this year we're at 2012, if you've been playing along at home. Thank you very much. A few, we've got a few community answers this week, which I shall read out shortly. Uh, but this is the segment, if you're not familiar, where we go through the Xbox history, and every year we look back at the games released. And we pick a game of the year for each of us for that year until we get up to modern day, which will be we're, around about the end of the year, hopefully. We're going in pairs this time. Huh? And we are going in pairs because usually yeah. with this segment, although we like to pick our game of the year, for, for the sake of not everybody picking the same fucking game, we try and mix it up and pick a couple of different ones. Uh, but both myself and Ian and Ross and Graham couldn't decide. Well, we, we couldn't not pick the games we picked. So I'm going to let Graham and Ross go first. Well, I was uh, thinking you should let you two go first because then it's like zero to hero. Let's save the best till last. So, Graham yeah. Ross, please <laughs> tag team Fusion Fusion Fingers it away on the game of the year for 2012 on Xbox, please. The only correct answer, of course, Graham. Of course. Apart from RPGs. It's massive. Yeah, three. One of the greatest, if not the greatest RPG series oh. currently out there. And well, yeah, finished with a boom. Bit of a weekend. Oh, I say, I don't want to say finish for boom. I think the ending was a travesty. But yeah, well, the whole I, game. I, was I, I said that. I said I, the, obviously once they fixed the ending, it was improved. But the yeah, I, yeah, I will stick up for the original good. ending. I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, anyway, what? three colors. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was alright. I enjoyed the journey more than the destination. That's, That's what I mean. Out. It was about the journey, really, wasn't it? Yeah. God, but yeah, it, it carry on, lads. The same level of quality all the way through the series. It didn't really drop. And yeah, for it to sort of hit, make you know, hit that same bar for a third time in a row, it's not really heard of. And yeah, it was amazing. Still, yeah, love these kind of RPGs and the Bioware. They just they know how to do it. I'm I'm going to ask you a quick question before Russ starts because we ain't got all night. But um, you played as a male ship, yeah? I did. And did you have everybody alive by the time you reached the end of Mass Effect Three, or did you lose people along the way? Uh, well, 
trying to remember exactly what that was. I think you can't help but losing one of them because it's part of the story. But well, apart from the, the ones you had to lose, like yeah, you, like in this, what's it, Mass Effect Two suicide mission? Did you lose anyone there, for example? No, I'm pretty sure I saved everyone on my playthrough. You just had to try yeah. your hardest to do that. Yeah. Try your hardest to kill some people. Yeah, I know Jay. He's good at doing that. I kept everyone alive. Thank you very much. He's a piss. Fucking <laughs> ultimate ca- commander shepherd. Um, and there's so- only two people I wanted to die in that game, and the first one was Caden. He did it for me, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And the second one was the other guy, the other white guy, big guy. What's his name? That's how it is. Vigo. Number two. No, in number two, in two, the big guy. What's his name? James? Yeah, that's three. He's Vega. Oh, no. Not Vega. Is it Vega? Come back to me. I'm going to Google. James okay. Vega. Right. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So, Ross, you might as well go because I can see yeah. you, you're literally trembling in the seat of an excitement here. Yeah, Vega. He's a dick. Vega's <laughs> fucking awesome. Take him on your squad more and learn more about him. He's awesome. Wasn't he Freddie Prince Jr., the voice actor of Freddie? Is that the one I'm thinking of? No. No. Well, oh, so, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter anyway. Carry on. Oh, <laughs> just the greatest game in like final like final part of the greatest gaming franchise ever. Um just it was a rare masterpiece of the developers knowing exactly what they need to do through each iteration to make it better. One for much love you had for it, it was very blocky, very clunky, very unpolished, but still a fantastic game. Two, done everything that one did, and then polished it up, made it even nicer, and then three, took everything that I had learned, added in all the nice little smooth extras that you needed, and was just, ah, uh, factor in the multiplayer side of it, which was fucking incredible. Ah, uh, I, I could, yeah, quite happily just go back and play three numerous times. I don't care about the ending. Yes, you can look at it as three colours, or you can look at it no matter what you do, there's a sacrifice and you lose people or lose something that means something that you've gained throughout the three games, and there is no way to avoid it. That's how the ending should be looked at. Took a bite of thinking it. It's yeah, not red, it blue and green. It is, you have the option to kill the Geth, even though Legion has came on your side and helped, has fixed everything to do with the Quarians and the Geth and made their planet getting fixed so that the Quarians could go back and lift it. You need to destroy them. You can keep them at the risk of fucking ruining everything else, or you can sacrifice yourself to try and keep harmony. Well, the, the greater galaxy. good. The greater it's not exactly good. an easy choice. No. There was one thing with Mass Effect 3, it was really good multiplayer as well. Mm. I've had so much fun yeah. doing the multiplayer. Oh, I know yeah. it was just I know it was just a horde mode. But yeah, it was a fucking it was good a horde. Fucking great it was a fucking version good mode, yeah. I remember before, like... before it came out, we were all like myself, these two, and especially guess Pete were like, "Why the fucking bother with a mass yeah. multiplayer?" No, 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 no. And we played it, and we must have played it like, every night for yeah. I, I passed. Yeah, we were constantly playing that. that. And it had like the loot box system as well that obviously you could buy them, yeah. but you earned them through the game and things like that. So that was awesome as well. Yeah. That was tough. But we no, played it on such a harder once trying to do it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't it feed into your single player progress as well? Like your yeah. galactic yeah. readiness yeah, or whatever. Yeah, galactic readiness. Um, obviously, the some, two... I think some items as well go into it, or some guns and stuff you got. Mm. I don't know if that... I know they did that no. in Andromeda. Oh, okay. But I don't know if they did it in 3. But no, even... I remember like... being crossed. 
I know with the upspuff, they took out the sort of the multiplayer being obviously because multiplayer is not in the upspuff. But I know that like they took obviously everything to do with that out your galactic readiness. But such a like I say, it had everything story element wise and the gameplay that the the first two had. Then you add in the multiplayer side of it. It was just it's outstanding game. Absolutely I think loved it, I think it's kind of come along at the right time for all of us, like because that was before we sort of had kids and you know, proper jobs and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and it was such a yeah. tremendous se- like what was it over about a six time years? Sink, was it, the three yeah. games. Yeah, it was, like, no. When I think, when I oh think no, back sorry. How long did it think, to come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah from the first one, to, I think back on them as one long game. I don't think back. I enjoyed Mass Effect one, two, three. I think I just enjoyed Mass Effect. Yeah, it was it was fucking brilliant. Because yeah, I, I only played the first Mass Effect maybe like a month or two months before Mass Effect 2 came out. I, I played, I played, a, I played about a week after Mass Effect 2 came out because I had never really heard of the series until 2 launched. Went back and played yeah. 1 so I could get on it too. Yeah, so I remember here, oh, 2's coming out. I think I'll take speaking to Pete and you maybe, Jay, about mm. it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a go. And was like, this is fucking amazing. The DLC was in, that was in 3 as well was fantastic. Between like the the stuff to do with the leviathan the one where you go back to omega um and then the i forgot what it's called the the, the basically the shore leave one i can't remember what that's called though um where you go about and you solve the mystery of the secret shepherd and stuff like that and then you actually get to have your interaction with all your crew it's just ah, i love that bit where you've got like the chance to do like the group throat of you like half the team up on the balcony half the team on the ground it's just yeah, Mass Effect did Tremendous. bring the greatest quote ever. Which one? There was that many. Well, bang, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial Mass Effect quote. Unofficial, from, uh, yeah. From uh, uh, was it Manslayer in it? But yeah. yeah, no, great, great collection of games. Uh, however, they're nowhere near as good, unfortunately, as, as mine and Ian's pick, which is Ian. Oh, it has to be the greatest game ever. Well, one of the greatest game ever. Dishonored. Uh, right. Damn, Damn right. right. Ian, tell me all about why you love Dishonor so much and why it should be the correct answer. And why you're you. wrong. Well, because it's, <laughs> it's so perfect. It's such a good, such a good fun ride. I mean, you can't complain. You've got so many different powers. I love the whole concept of the fact that you can just go through the whole game and kill no one whatsoever. Not a damp, not even the people that you're supposed to kill, like the bosses. Yeah. Like You can find alternate ways to dispatch them. Exactly. You can get them hidden, you can get them one away, you can Get someone else coming for you. Yeah. My, fun. my 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 favorite one I always remember is I, I forget his name, but he was like the mine owner, like slave mine owner, and mm. you can find him, cut out his tongue, put him in a box, and send him there as as a new worker, and then he can't tell anyone who he is. So then he's like set, like forced to work in the mines that he's like abused yeah. all these people in, and like yeah, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe a bit twisted, but it's good. Um, as you said, Ian, the stealth is perfect in my eyes. I wrote a thing a long time ago for a different website, way, way, way back when, saying like stealth, Dishonored basically ruined stealth games for me because ever since then, there's been some good ones, but nothing's come close to, to how Dishonored no. did it. Like, I, I love the fact that it's first person as well, so you can't easily see behind you and stuff. Yeah, that's what's done great. And the the way they lay out the levels and the and like the NBCs and that, it's not always a case of right. I just need to to walk around them kind of thing because of the powers and stuff. You got like blink and and stop time and all that sort of stuff you can go up onto the rooftops and find a different way into the building or go underground yeah. or go around or you can go and 
all guns blazing, but that's the boring way to play. You no, got to exactly. through about anyone seeing you. Exactly. Try not to do it. No collateral damage whatsoever. Yeah. Just keep around. Maybe put them to sleep or something and then put them in a box or hide them in a corner. Hopefully no rats eat them up. I've had that before. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, you got to be, be sure you don't dump them down in a rat feeding ground. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was just tremendous from, from start to finish. I remember we played it at EGX. I was talking to someone about it the other day um, and he uh, reviewed it before EGX and he was like, ah, I played this and it's fucking brilliant. Mm. And and we played it there. And I, I think I played it about three or four times a demo because I was like, this is brilliant. And it finally got hold of it and I just, I actually love that game. I bought it, well, I bought the remaster uh before it come to game pass and stuff and i've bought it on yeah. pc and i bought it on xbox and i'll, I'll probably yeah. buy it again if it comes anywhere else because I, I think i've got played about three or four or five times i've played all the versions as well like i said the 360 the remake you know mastered on the xbox yeah. the one that came to game pass on the pc yeah. did it again so good such a good game it's, as you said if you like stealth games graham i know you love a bit of stealth it's, I it's played the... Dishonored. I did complete the first one. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's... I have to. I didn't play it stealthily because that's how losers play. Yeah, well, you don't have to, but no. it's the, it is the perfect stealth game. It, two was fucking brilliant, and they're probably about on par. But for me, I think I still prefer. The oh, for one, game. yeah, one's far superior to two. I find. I think I think one just does it great, and obviously because one of the first ones you do. I mean, and now I've got so good at it as well. I can pretty much speed one most of the areas now. So I'm like, oh, I remember this. Go here, 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 here. You just go in the sky, go in the roof, go through this building. Yeah. And and it's always so so much fun. Where there was one bit, I forget exactly again. Like just trying to get into a castle or something. There was a massive wall, and the obvious answer is to go through the big gate. But mm. there's also a little vent at the top. There's a couple of little alleyways underneath. And there's a little side, and you can choose yes. whatever way you want. As long as you can get there, you, you can go through the fountain as well. Just, oh, it's just so good, so open, and so clever. Um, yeah, and multiple ways of doing something is always good fun. And how you can do list of the story missions where you like say you can get like the neutral king. Or you can literally just knock him out and stuff and kill him as much as you want. Or just, run the, or, or just run into the room and blow him up. Yeah, they're not like because the trailer isn't really doing the best at doing the whole subtle aspect of it. Yeah, I, I watched the, the launch trailer for the 360 before we we come on it, and it's basically is like the speedrunners who fucking shooting everyone and stabbing up and chopping their heads off and stuff. I was like, that's yeah. not how you play Dishonored. I know you've got no. to show that stuff in the trailer because it's a bit more exciting, but. Yeah, you can't have someone talking to someone and going, speak to this man, put him in a box. <laughs> yeah, just like slowly crawling around the corner. Yeah. The most exciting trailer in the world. But yeah, no, I fucking love it. What a tremendous game. I was thinking about playing it again recently. However, we'll get to that later. I've been playing another game, which might be somewhat related. Mm. The thing is, like, looks-wise, it looks beautiful. I like the sort of, like, a steampunk idea of how it's laid out and things like that. But I just... Yeah. And the thing is, I like stealth games. I like the idea, like the powers and stuff like that. But for some reason, I just just didn't grab me enough to stick it out. And I don't know why. I was going to say, if if you just if it grabs you, if you just get to that point, I mean, I, I don't want to be one of the guys. Oh, it gets really good three hours in because, as far as I'm concerned, it gets it good. Oh, like it's good straight away. You turn it on. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you let get used to using the blink and stuff and just teleporting around, and it it just opens up to a mad just, yeah. degree. It's I just remember insane. going all in on Blink, so you can go Blink the furthest you can, yeah. and that's what you really need. If you need, if you got Blink, that's all you really need to play for the game. Also, there's a bit like slow time, make it a bit more fun. And obviously, look for walls possession and stuff. And stuff possession, yeah. yeah, that makes it a bit more different. Like I say the possession one's quite cool because you can possess, and then maybe throw them into a light wall or walk slowly around the corner and escape quickly, and then knock them out. 
but yeah, tremendous game, tremendous game. So a couple of decent games there. I want to give a quick shout out to some honourable men- honourable mentions. Can't say that word. Uh, and just as a quick aside, it was Freddie Prince Jr. doing James Vega in Mass Effect 3, huh. which is probably why I hated him so much. Um, I'm with you, Ian. Represent. Uh, quick shout outs. We'll go around everybody. Give them a quick uh, second opinion. Uh, my main one would be Mark and the Ninja. Another stealth game. Fucking tremendous 2D stealth game. Definitely play that. And of course, Lollipop Chainsaw 2012. I played a bit the other day. I loaded up my old save and I was right in the middle of a boss fight. <laughs> Got my ass handed to me, so I turned it off. But it's still, no, it's still, brilliant. Okay. still brilliant. I love it. It's, it's such a great game. Uh, Ian? Honorable uh, mention is, again, another stealth game. We're here on the trend. Hitman at a solution. Um, not the greatest hitman. Not the greatest hitman, but still really fun. Ride. I still love it. I love the franchise. And I tried to go something different. And in fact, I went somewhere different. was quite cool. But it also didn't really work well. They've got to go for the whole, which they've gone back to the original kind of version where it's all a bit more open plan rather than linear story. Um, another one, which is a great game, which I thoroughly recommend anyone playing if you like the whole open world GTA style, is Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. I did quite like that one as well. Especially like the over-the-top like kung fu action, like leaping yeah. over walls and fucking getting into the fist fights left front and then running everyone over. Brilliant. Great game. Graham, any honourable mention from yourself? Uh, only very briefly. The, the, there is the first uh, iteration of Viva Street, which is kind of um, like freestyling kind of one. It had like normal sort of top tier footballers in a sort of street environment doing skills and tricks. It's like a three on three kind of style. You can mismatch your team up and it was just like a, yeah, a bit more fun arcade style kind of football game. They kind of brought it back with a the kind of the Volta and the current kind of FIFAs, but yeah. it had it doesn't have nowhere doesn't near, have the same appeal. The yeah. FIFA, yeah, nowhere near. FIFA Street was a bit more caricature, the kind of yeah. bit of extended, exaggerated, and yeah. it was just quite fun to play. FIFA and just when awesome. I start, and just when I started forgetting about Street Power Soccer, and that's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, that's nowhere near either. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. And what about yourself, Ross? Any um, honourable mentions for yourself? Um, had it not been for Mass Effect, it would have been my game of the year, but Borderlands 2, um, the best one in the series. Um, wasn't perfect. It had all its flaws, but by God, did I put a ridiculous amount of hours into that game. <laughs> I've no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> I'm up in at least the thousands for that one. Um, well, good. Best oh. best sort of looter shooter type idea um, that I think the, that any company has brought out. Clean your destiny. Is that, is that the only one? Oh yeah, just say destiny. No, you're right. <laughs> well, some again, some good games there. Uh, I want to give one other shout out because uh, I suppose Dan's not here to call it out. Uh, Walking Dead, the first season, come out that year. <laughs> And oh Dan would Dan that's probably Dan's game of the year. I, knew, I knew he would uh, I, I just had to shout out because that's a fucking brilliant game as well and of, course, a couple. and of course Resident Evil 6 which is shit but it's a Resident Evil game so it gets a count out do you anyway. think that's why he's um, taking this week off because he knew oh that. yeah oh also Azura's Raft brilliant game oh yes oh, see, yeah. there's so many good, there were so many choices you could I think 2012 has been like a banging year for video fucking games think about absolutely it. brilliant when I was going down the list I had about 15 I could have chosen from but uh, nothing would have gonna, was going to top this on it. Anyway, let's get into the community answers. So our lovely superstar supporter, Beth, says Forza Horizon. Uh, I guess the first one. I'm not familiar with yeah, the series. first one yeah. came out. First one. Um, obviously, yeah, as series has gone from strength to strength. Where was that based, um, Ross? You'll know. Two was France. No, two was Australia. Was it San Francisco? No, three was Australia, wasn't it? Three was no. Australia. 
Three was Australia. Four was England. Five was Mexico. Two was France. One. The fuck, where was one? If only there was a way to find out. eh? Uh, Right. While while you look that up, uh, at Billy Ho WCR on Twitter said, I was still playing Battlefield 3 from the previous year and didn't care about any 2012 games. Not even Dishonored, Billy. Colorado, USA. There we go. Colorado. Billy, what are you doing? Dishonored, Mass Effect, Lollipop Chainsaw, Walking Dead. What are you doing, Billy? Fucking get on it. Go back and play them games. Uh, And our good friend, newly married man, special guest Pete, he said, so many great games this year, including The Walking Dead, XCOM and Max Payne 3, which was also another fantastic game. Well, what did he uh, pick for the best game of the year, I wonder, huh? However, the only correct answer for me, apart from Dishonored, he says here, definitely says that, <laughs> is Mass Effect 3. And he put here that Connect even worked for it. I mean, he didn't quite spell it right, but Connect worked, which uh, was something else I meant to bring up earlier on. Did anybody else use Connect for Mass Effect 3? No. You missed out. Cause I can't remember what you had to do for it. What did you do? So, you know, when you had the dialogue choices on the wheel, uh, you usually use the analog stick to select one of the six choices or four, whatever. You could just say it out loud instead and it would choose it for you. So it was almost like you were speaking for him and then Shepard would actually say what you wanted to say. Uh, and it was pointless and a little bit more time consuming than just picking the option. But I played the whole game like that and I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> the whole game? Oh, I'll get, I'll get too angry. That's can cool. you, I loved it. Can you <laughs> imagine... Connect trying to pick up a Scottish accent to do the voice <laughs> commands for Commander <laughs> Shepard. The game I would I usually take about fifty hours to complete it as it is. It'd be like a hundred and fifty hours just to try and fucking complete it. Oh, here's a question. Sorry, now go. Did you change your mass, your Commander Shepard like to look like you, or did you keep him the basic? First time I ever played one, I custom made it, and then when it went to two, I just went as it's standard. I didn't make it look like me, but I didn't keep the default one. I just I just pissed around with the sliders until I got something that I thought was hilarious and left it there. That was it, done. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm a, not hilarious, but yeah, similar. I made mine black, so yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I think my one had boss eyes and fucking massive cheeks. <laughs> like a long chin. Like, that was a fight in one bit, yeah. <laughs> but I was the black guy, so, so yeah. Cool. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, so 2012, obviously a fantastic game. Next week, we will discuss 2013, which was when the Xbox One came out, right? In November. Um, yep. I don't think, the, obviously, the main Xbox One early game was the following year, but I'm sure there'll be some other games that, that will be worth talking about for 2013. Cool. I'm thinking mine might be quite, quite controversial. But yeah, I mean, I haven't looked yet. I haven't spoiled it for myself, but we'll get into that next week on. I think I know why it's ready because that's one of the games I played a lot in 2013. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, as long as he's not fucking thief, we can go from there. Anyway, gentlemen, let's get into the current day, bring back to the modern day era where we're playing video games. Uh, and we do a thing called Project Game Pass, which is where we pick a game from Game Pass every month. We play it, we discuss it, and at the end of the month, we rate and give it a quick review, and then we move on to the next one. Kind of cheating this month because we picked Fall Guys, not technically in Game Pass, but it's also free to play, and it's fucking brilliant, so we thought... We'll just let that one slide for a little bit. Uh, we played a bit on Friday, Ian, me, you, yes, and the special guest Pete. Uh, and I think we had a fantastic time. Do you get one? Nope. No. We did, I don't think we won anything. We played Fortnite first and then Fall Guys. So I don't think we won a single round of anything. Uh, but it was good fun regardless. Uh, so, Ian, do you want to give us a quick your quick summary thoughts on the Fall Guys experience for the month? Uh, Fall Guys for the month, I definitely, it's a brilliant game. But I would never play it on my own. That's the way I said. I would never ever go. I want to play four guys now. I'll either go 
Oh, Jamie's on. Jamie, do you want to play Four Guys? And then that's how I'll be playing my Four Guys. I'll never ever go on it solo. Mm. It's Same. definitely a better uh, experience with people. Yeah. However, I'm kind of the opposite. I was literally playing it on my own this morning on the Switch. <laughs> Not the best way to play it, by the way. Don't play it on the Switch. It's pretty janky. But um, <laughs> I like, while yeah. I was sitting there, the kids were watching TV and I thought I'd have a quick game or something. Oh, well, four guys will do. Uh, did a few rounds. I got, obviously, I didn't win because uh, no. But <laughs> it was it was good fun anyway. Uh, Graham, your thoughts on, on four guys? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm happy to play it with, but it's obviously more fun with friends, but I'm quite happy to pick it up by myself. I, I like having a look in now and then what the events are on because they kind of like pick one uh, style of round and so you have like multiple rounds of just that style and that can be quite fun just to keep mixing it up and everything. Yeah. I mean, at, the at latest the minute, one was just all races or something like that. Yeah, at the minute they got one called Big Yeetus where all the maps have big swinging, big hammers, swinging hammers and the idea is that the... the send you fucking flying to try and get to the end quicker um I, yeah. I tried a few rounds earlier on again i didn't win but it was quite fun just hitting the hammer just right and being launched fucking sky high when it didn't send me straight down into the ground of course um but, so you, yeah. have you, have you got a win, you. quite happy to play it on loan i have got one win for since of my time playing it um but yeah not for a long time that's the only one i got that was on that falling blocks one yeah. where the last person standing one i managed to fluke my way through that Ah, oh, nice, nice work, man. Good work, sir. Good work. Go clap, go clap. Ross, what about your <laughs> thoughts on on Fall Guys? Have you enjoyed it? I have. I love the Fall Guys games. I've been playing it back since PlayStation days. I have a janky ass mm. iPhone version called Stumble Guys on my phone yeah. to play that as well. So, no, I I think they're, they're brilliant game. It's a absolutely great laugh, especially as you say, having it, having playing it as a group is better, but. Playing it individually, still you still get a good enjoyment out of it. Um, really glad we've sort of all got it now. It's free to play. It's cross-platform. There's always going to be new things coming to it. They've done a really great job of adding new maps, the skins, the game modes. Just they've they've really hit it out of the park with the concept of the game. It's it's a fantastic. I mean, like we were saying before, I think a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> the battle royale genre is sort of exploding at Fortnite and PUBG and and all that sort of stuff. But it's nice to have something different, not just shooting people. It's just a case of complete obstacle courses and try and have a laugh, basically, rather than get all sweaty trying to shoot someone or gather all the best loot and stuff. Um, so yeah, so quick round round table then. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs middle, as we like to do. Thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs up. up, thumbs yeah, up all round. Uh, I'm pretty sure Daniel's enjoyed it just as much. Uh, I'm sure he'll tell us next week if, when he's back, if he's back. Um, <laughs> next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Fall Guys, great game. Obviously not on Game Pass. Cheating. We're going to skip that this month because we picked a new game. But uh, yeah, go check out Free to Play on all the platforms. Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox, all the platforms, PC, etc. Et um, so yeah, go go for it. Good game. I wanna, I'm definitely going to keep playing it. A lot of the Project Game Pass games we played Obviously, after the month, I tend to sort of fall off them because we're not really focused on it anymore. But I'm definitely going to keep coming back to, to Full Guys uh, at least you know, a couple of times a month, if not more often, because it's just something quick and easy to get into when you're... I've got 20 minutes, I'll just have a quick run, stumble, see if I can actually get a crown. Probably not. Probably not. But, you know, I live in hope. Cool. So we're going to move on to picking our new game, which I believe Graham discussed briefly last week. Yes. yes. Uh, which is Escape Academy, which come to Game Pass, I think, last week or the week before. Uh, this is, if you're not familiar, a first-person escape room puzzle type thing. 
which you can play in co-op. Uh, and the idea is to hunt the environment that you're in, like the small area you're in for clues to try and solve the puzzles in order to get out of the room. Hence, escape room. Uh, myself and Graham played it, as he discussed last week, and uh, it was brilliant. Uh, we finished We Were Here, which is a similar sort of idea, but slightly differently executed. Um, and this one is, yeah, just as good, I think. We've only done the first, what, three puzzles with it we, we completed? Yeah, it was, yeah, first three. Um, and the good thing about this one, which I quite enjoyed, unlike We Were Here, where we got to try and explain everything to each other, even if you're playing online co-op, it's still split screen. So we could both yep. see what each other was doing. So if, like Graham said last week, if there's a code on the wall, I could stand there and look at it while he could go and input it. Or if I was looking at something I wasn't sure it was, I could just stay there and let him look rather than be like, well, there's a the shape at a 46 degree angle and it goes up and round and you can just look at it. Uh, and yeah, it's a really good game. So we're going to play that. I imagine you two are going to team up, are you, Ian and Ross? Hey, I was game for it. I was told that it would be uh, either a roaring success or we'd kill each other. Yeah, that's what yeah. I imagine. I imagine. I think you'd be all right. This one's a bit of an, a, a safer pace. That the, the, yeah, it's tricky, but it's not like massively taxing. As long as you keep, keep your speed up and keep searching around, it's good fun. Mm. Cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing with this one in it because there's time limits. So the one last one we did, as Graham said again, we had thirty minutes. I think we did like twenty-seven minutes or something. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the only thing I'm not sure about so far, anyway is that obviously now we've done it, we could, if in theory, go back and probably beat in about 10 minutes. So nothing yeah, nothing changes up, nothing mixes not up. The same. Yeah. So it's not a case of like, well, what's going to happen this time as well? We've solved this puzzle. We already know how to do it. So there's no point, like, there's no point me playing with you, Ian, because you'd be the only one being like, I don't know what's going on, in theory, anyway. <laughs> I might yeah. not know what's going on, but, you know, yeah, I've already, I've already done it, which uh, is a bit yeah. of a shame. But... Replay value is always going to be tricky in this bit, unless they, they mixed it up in each room, which isn't going to be the easiest to yeah, design, ra- randomise some of the puzzle elements or something. But, mm. but uh, again, we've only played three. I think there's, what was it, ten puzzles, they said? Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, and they get longer and harder. Longer, obviously. yeah. We, easy, ladies. Uh, they get longer and harder the, the further you it's go. Like um, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'd like to see you two try. Obviously, we're only, excuse me, get Dan involved. Maybe get special guest Pete involved. You can team up with someone. Oh, uh, or, Dan or, and Pete. Dan or and indeed, Pete. any one of the other. Uh, oh, tavern, please, tavern members please, can we try and get oh Dan God. and Pete together? I think Dan. I think oh, Pete would that. I would. I would. <laughs> that's going to be streamed. Or at the very least, what we could do, because we've already started, obviously, you guys could get up to where we're at. And then we could mix and match for each puzzle. So me and Ross could team up a one and Graham and Ian, et cetera, et cetera, just mix it up rather than keep it in our pairs. But we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Um, <laughs> of course, we've got to actually find time to pluck and play it first. So <laughs> we'll worry about that first. Uh, but yeah, so it should be good. It looks really good. Uh, it's got a lot of decent reviews uh, already. We haven't reviewed it yet, but um, depending on that, how uh, well we get on, I might consider, consider doing a review for it. Uh, but yeah, so Escape Academy, go check it out and let us know your thoughts on it on Twitter at Xbox Tavern or next week in the comments if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, good game. You can play it solo so you don't have to play it co-op. Um, but obviously, again, as with most games, it's far more enjoyable with someone to to shout at you for not fucking picking Why up Why the fuck did you not do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That'll be me, Ross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll, you get you guys playing it soon. However, let's talk about the games we are playing right now or have been playing right now, I should oh, yeah. say. Um, uh, Ross, you really Ross. want to start with me? Yes, come on, Ross, get out of the way. Tell me all about Football Manager 22. So, 
not all not all about just no some. not not have individually customized my training for each player and different individual training groups and please go into system. great detail about all of the in- intricacies <laughs> of your system <laughs> um no i started doing an online game um brighton and bristol city um we are december um me and my one of my mates just jumping into that we emptied both clubs out so we started with no players um gave ourselves i mean that sounds like a bad idea of a football team no no so we delete, and on the pitch no one we we emptied <laughs> the whole club and then we worked out sort of 25 man squad premier league about 20 million per player to sort of fill that um gap so we put 500 million in our banks but have to build the squad from that money so um, sort of weighing up between trying to keep money in the bank and being able to function or get big superstars and then make your money by performing well in the league. So tried to do a wee bit of challenge on it. Uh, Bristol currently languishing just outside the Europa Conference League places and Brighton are currently unbeaten at the top of the league. Um, I think 13 games played, 12 wins, 1 draw. Sorry, no. 1 defeat. We got better off. Brentford embarrassing so but no enjoying um, a little bit of online sort of play with FM it's certainly the the best way to play it because you've got the the tension of the games as much as it's not everybody's cup of tea but when you're sort of going into a match against the person that you're playing against it's quite um, it's it's sort of like a more ramped up version of sort of the FIFA idea of it um, where it be ultimate team or stuff like that because your decisions are what's going to basically decide who wins the game and then changing during the game and things like that. So, no, it's, um, it's certainly the best way to play it is an online sort of co-op idea. That's why it sounds like you're very invested <laughs> and I wish I had a slightly... Has anybody else got a slightly more interesting question to ask him? Because... <laughs> <laughs> If you, no, if I'm you, not going. I'm not going into this time. If, if you want to see, <laughs> if you want to see how bad it has actually got, <laughs> is that a specific one you bought, or have you printed it out yourself? No, no. This is a specific one with your individual okay. details to do with your profile, your league campaigns. I mean, that looks a bit thick for my liking. Like <laughs> that's insane. It's that's the, what she said. It's the cover of five seasons, so that like, you've got like your season info and what you expect to do in the season and what your um, your team tactics are and things like that. So, yeah, quite quite invested, you could say. Yeah, so so uh, we, we look forward to more updates as, as the season, <laughs> season progresses. Do we? I'm, I'm this is a weekly main... feature to like <laughs> the middle of Yay. next year. <laughs> Exciting. Right, thank you very much. Anything else for us before we move on to one of the other guys? No, it has been all-consuming this week. Nice. Well, thank you very much for Football Manager Talk. We shall get back to that next week and the week after and probably every week until the end of time. Uh, Ian, tell me about video games you've been so playing. So don't suffer us that long. Uh, games I've been playing. I have played a game that I reviewed this week. I... Jesus Christ. Did you have it since last year? No, I had it. How long did it take me? Less than a week. So before... I know. Actually on time for a change. Before you start, yeah. the art style of this game and... I think it could be because of how the trail looks. Reminds me a lot of Project Winter. Yes, I get, I get that vibe. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I played South of the Circle. Uh, what's all about South of the Circle without spoilers? Um, really good game. Like I say, 
very heavy story driven because it's basically all interactive. Talk about your guy called Peter, um, who's a kind of Cambridge teacher, and he meets this lady called Clara on the train. And it's kind of like a love story about that as well. So it intertwines that a bit. A lot of it's more in the past and they go, a lot of it's in the present, but then they kind of transition to the past quite a lot often. And my favorite bit about it is the way they do the transitions. So like, for example, you could be walking slowly in the snow and all of a sudden you like walk through like a thick, thick fog. And then all of a sudden you're out in the, you know, in the, in the train station. Um, or for example, you're walking into a room, turn light on, and then another light comes on in another area and back in the past. Maybe you drop something and then you pick it up and then you're in the past again. So yeah. it kind of entwines those kind of bits really, really well. So it kind of transitions that really well. Um, I just feel, yeah, I, can't, I don't want to give too much away, but I spoil it because I really think people should play it. If they really enjoy just this nice chilled out evening where you're just listening to a story, you're not really doing much, not much. There's no, I can't say there's many game, much gameplay, but gameplay really is you walking around. There's no real like fighting or anything like that. It's just pure a walking sim with a heavily narrative story driven game. Was there dialogue choices to make? Yeah, so there's similar dialogue choices to make. So it's more done in emotions. So if you want to um, say something that's quite like, you know, like, be panic when you speak about it, you hold a button, which kind of does a symbol. Um, but you don't get to choose. It kind of does it randomly throughout the game. So it will say, like, you have a choice of either, like, an emotional, be really happy or really annoyed. And then you pick which one you want to be. Or sometimes you only have the choice of being annoyed. And you can't skip it. You have to pick an emotion. If you don't pick an emotion, you pick one at random or it will um, pick the one that's left there on its own. And does that affect the story? Like, does it branch off or anything? Or is it just to fill in the gaps, as it were? It's sort of filling the gaps, kind of make you so character, kind of talk how you want to talk. There's a few times you work, like, have to pick an option. And then when you pick an option, it will kind of be a little icon at the top of your um, window. And that affects the ending towards the end of the game. Something will happen. I don't want to give okay. too much spoilers away. So when you start speaking about all them, it'll happen at the end. Okay. Okay. So how long did it take you to beat? A few hours or? Uh, it's about three to three. I say three, four hours. So I did over two, did over two nights, two and a bit nights. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, for me, it wasn't too bad. So yeah, because obviously I was just sat there chilling out, playing it. It was quite nice, relaxing and yeah, it's not long yeah. at all. So An enjoyable little story-based adventure game. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, and I must admit, this one did catch my eyes. I think I'm definitely going to check it out at some point soon. Uh, and what, what else have you been playing, sir? So another game I've been playing uh, was... I went to, uh, I don't know why I started. I think I just started because I was just randomly thought, I want to play this game. And that's called the Turing Test. Turing Test. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's Discount Portal. Um, it's the best way of putting it. It's not um, Discount it's, Portal. What do you what do you have to do in the game then? It's very much logic based, so it's kind of you enter a room, you escape the room, um, by doing a series of events. Like wherever you go, um, shoot like a little um, kind of like energy ball into a certain area, but you got to kind of get to that area first before you can actually shoot that little energy ball into the area to open the door. A similar concept to portal based space, all little yeah. rooms. Um, you're, what's the lady's name? What's you might remember? Uh, I can't remember. I just like the story of it. Yeah, it's basically the story of a lady. She's kind of trapped and she's kind of trying to get through this kind of um, trying to escape the ship reality and trying to escape the ship. And then she's got to go through a series of uh, rooms. So each room's got up to to number 70, I think 70 is the final room. And eventually you get to the end. And that's where the kind of culmination kind of ends. But yeah, Yeah. it's all about kind of just like you're on the space station, trying to get through each room. And yeah. 
not to mention the very psychopathic computer that's trying to. Oh yeah, this oh, of course another psychopathic computer, like a portal, but it talks to you a lot and won't shut up. Yeah. Like <laughs> every time you enter, she just she just talks at you. It's like oh. <laughs> at least these character talks back, which is yeah. nice. It's not silence. So yeah, nice. So so is is it? Um, I assume it's not like a funny game, like, but it's more of a straight lace type thing. Yeah, straight lace, kind of bit of a serious story of it all, but not not too where well, there's no real jokes or anything in there, like Portal is, like you say. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And this was a Games of Gold game, uh, title, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was back in the day. Yeah, quite a while ago it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what madly made it play. I think I just saw it installed on my computer Xbox. Like, I not finished this game. I was like, no, I haven't. So I was like, <laughs> finish up. <laughs> yeah. Why the hell not get those chivos? Yeah, exactly. like I said before we started, I think it's one that I've caught my eye because of the portal comparison stuff, but I've never even started it. So It's a good game. You should definitely play it. I think I, I started it back in 2018. I only just finished it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the one I've I was about to say Sonic Mania <laughs> style, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah, go check that out. Obviously, if you've got Games of Gold, hopefully you've got it as well. You can go play it and let you know what you think at Nutty Ray on Twitter's. Do it. Graham. Do it now. Yes. Tell me about video games you've been playing this week, as long as they're good and not football manager. <laughs> no, no football or, manager. Or football related at all. <laughs> uh, no, well, I have dabbled in it, but it's nothing interesting to mention on that front. Um, but uh, I've dabbled in our game of the week, Fall Guys, just every now and then. Even my kids just ask me to play that one every now and then. Still haven't got any more wins on there. Keep making the final round, just don't quite get to finish the in first unfortunately I did came second and third on one of them but I haven't, that's as close as I've come since yeah. but yeah just great fun yeah, and I don't mind as I said earlier playing that one by myself um, I've tried to find the next game to sort of play on because I picked I mentioned last week I played the um, Garden Story game and I finished that one now <laughs> that one didn't take me too long but um, that was relatively a simple kind of game it's yeah, kind of very casual and not too taxing. But yeah, just a one to whittle the time away. And yeah, I managed to smash that one through uh, last week. And so I had to pick a new target to go on. And I did start Far Cry 6 last week, or I started it before, but I picked up that bit and I'm running with that one. But um, whilst my kids are around, it's not really one that I can play that way. So Yeah, not, not a running... big family-friendly game, is it? Yeah, uh, especially when you're doing the close-up melee kills, it's yeah. not very friendly. Yeah, and so I'm playing that in tandem with um, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I picked that one up when it was on offer a while ago, and then it flew in it into Game Pass as well. Um, so I thought I'd start playing that one, and yeah, I'm quite early in money in like the first kind of hour into that one, and yeah, I'm liking it so far. I can see how it mixes up. I'm trying to think of another game. It's kind of like but it's sort of you just use your team to sort of help you. I suppose in a kind of way, it's it played that it reminded me of um, the Knights of the Old Republic kind of game. You just set commands for your your team to do to try and help you. But it's not as complex as that. They've got quite simple commands that you can ask Groot to sort of um, pin everyone down so you can start shooting at them or you can get Rocket to fire something at them that hits all the enemies at once. If if there's a bigger enemy, you can send Drax on to sort of stun the big enemy or have a, you know, take a chunk of damage off someone that's really got a really heavy shield. So you send Drax to sort of do that. So you're just sending commands whilst you're fighting 
in the meantime to try and help out in battle. Are you and just playing as Star Lord then? Is it Star Lord? It, yeah, so you play as kind of Star Lord, and then you're just kind of you got your guns, and basically it's got like the the same sort of reload function as Gears of War, where you got to hit the the green bit to sort of reload quicker, and your gun becomes a little bit more stronger that way. So there's kind of just things happening on the fly in the combat, and yeah, you just set the you know different commands for your team to do to try and help out, and then in between that, there's just different bits like puzzles you do where you ask Drax to move a big object here to there to sort of get up to certain levels or mm. you can ask Root to create bridges ask um, Rocket Raccoon to sort of hack things and stuff so is it yeah. quite a long game I'm only an hour into it oh okay fair enough. Um, so I'm still pretty early on and just learning all the different tutorial kind of bits like the I think there I remember Dan talking about it when he said he completed it there's a team huddle bit, which I've literally just come to a bit where you, you get your team together and you have to give some sort of motivational speech to try and get their kind of strength up as they're helping you in battle. And I got the thing wrong, so you you don't get as much benefit. Um, I think they're, they're probably one of the clever things they have as you're playing it through. They're constantly talking and it, they, you, you get a choice to make where, like you say, you like your character almost slipped and... They, they basically you either say brush it off or play it cool kind of thing you've got two different ways to sort of take the conversation or throw rocket under the bus and like blame him or ignore it and let him get away with it you know let him lie you yeah. so you can call things out and you can just and they have different impacts on how they kind of progress or how they react their motivation levels should we say yeah. so it's got quite a few cool different elements so i'll see how i sort of progress into that one but yeah enjoying it so far it's pretty good Oh, awesome. Oh, so yeah, like you said, when you picked it up, I've been interested to give it a try. But as ever, with fucking 10 ton of games coming out all the time, exactly. it's just a case of getting around to it. But, but that's a bit more family friendly, so I can get away with that one a little bit more. Nice, nice. Well, if you need a co op buddy to help you through some Fire Crow 6 as well, give me a shout. You yeah, know, I, like, can't do. You, I feel like you need a, a bit of warming up, Craig. <laughs> well, I'm still charging for it. I've got a slightly better guns now, so I can cope a bit more now. Yeah, no, I, I've uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of uh, Molotovs or flamethrower coming <laughs> away, you know. <laughs> you start off with a flamethrower. That was already nice. I know that was brilliant. That was, my, that was my favorite part of the game. <laughs> Even the fire do not mix well in Far Cry games, <laughs> but they just can't move for bloody everything on fire. Everything is on fire right now. Now time to whip out the barrel. <laughs> Why am I still being hurt? What is going? Oh, fire! <laughs> Jamie's got access to fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like you said they fucked up. They gave me a flamethrower, literally flame like, for the first five away, minutes. Fucking yes. <laughs> like, ah, bring it on! <laughs> nice, nice. Well, yeah, some decent games there. Looks like definitely Guardians of the Galaxy one I want to check out and play some Far, uh, Far Cry Six. Yeah, and Oh wait, well, right, because I've missed a few weeks, I'm a little bit behind. Uh, but I really wanted to talk about two games in particular. Far Cry, uh, um, Resident Evil Five. Resident Evil 5 is the greatest Resident Evil... No. <clears throat> Finally admits it. Yeah. He's made it. That's finally it. I want to get to. I'm going to start with a slightly, slightly lesser one. Yeah, don't clip that shit. Um, <laughs> Bright Memory Infinite come out a few weeks ago. Finally. Uh, I spoke about how I reviewed Bright Memory when the Xbox Series console launched, and it was decent, but very, very slight. Uh, and Bright, Bright Memory Infinite is more of the same but more of a full game. It's still quite short. It's only a couple of hours long. And I must admit, when I got to the end, I did this big boss fight and I was like, right, now we're going to the next bit. And it just finished. I was like, hang on a minute. Where's the rest of it? 
you've you've fucking done me again, you bastards. But what is there is really enjoyable. So the combat's fast and fluid. The the guns themselves, I think there's four guns to, to pick from. Uh, a shotgun, a pistol, a sniper, and some sort of machine gun. And they've all got a real good heft to them. You know, like in some games you fire and it's, like, well, it's, it's almost like you've got a pea shooter in your hands. Here, no matter what gun you've got, there, there is some impact. Like the enemies go flying and the, between the vibration and the audio effects and stuff like it just proper kicks off. Like it feels like you're firing a heavy duty weapon. Um, and there are abilities that you've got which transfer over from the last game. Uh, you can do like a almost like a force push and like ex- mm. make it, make the enemies explode into chunks. Uh, but if they if it doesn't kill them straight out, it lifts them up into the air, so they sort of levitate. And then you can use your I forget what they call it, a light blade, I think it is. And you can u- jump up in the air and slash them with the sword to try and kill them. And then you can like combo from one enemy to another to another. Uh, and obviously the the bigger stronger enemies take more and more hits. So you can slash away and then you can upgrade to get more power. So then bring them back down and do like a ground pound and slide and fucking. Oh, it's brilliant. It's really good. It's it's like old school arcade first person shooting, but it looks tremendous. The ray tracer mode, I must admit, was a bit pointless because all I really noticed was her the back of her gloves got a bit of a metallic sheen to it. And when you turn it on, it makes it slightly shinier. That's about it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I left it on because it didn't impact performance, but there was no real point to it. Um, but yeah, it's a great little couple of hours arcade game to play. Uh, the story is absolute fucking gibberish. It's some sort of, you know, like you know, like the, the old like old arcade games where you get like the little cuts and you just mash the button. Let me just skip and play the fucking yeah. Game. Skip, 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 skip. I've skip. no idea what happened. There was some sort of other world demon and powers and government government conspiracies going on. Makes no odds. <laughs> the, the the combat was good. The the only real niggle I thought was when you get into like a combat area. You obviously there's loads of enemies to fight and stuff, but you can't progress until you kill them all. It's not like if you're stuck, whatever you can just run past them. And there was a couple of areas where you killed everyone, but there was one enemy left that, that was sort of almost hidden behind scenery, and so I had to spend ages trying to fucking find them. And there was one that was up on the top of a tower, and he could only see me at a very specific point. So I kept him to get into his line of sight. He'd shoot me. I'd try and fire off a couple of shots and then get out of the way, rehab, like, heal up, and then get back again. Um, but for the most part. It was it was really good. Uh, I enjoyed my playthrough of it quite a lot. Uh, oh. The powers especially, and then you can I... do a new game plus and go back to it and, and keep your powers and start from the fresh and just fucking destroy everyone from from the beginning. I do want to have a crack at that as well. Yeah, it looks um, really nice. As you said, it's quite short. I might have another I'll go back to it because I did play. Obviously, the first one was super short. Yeah, the I first one I think you could play that about twenty minutes. Yeah. This one, I think my first well, my first full run. I played about half of it again, but the first start to finish was i think one hour 57 oh wow still, okay it was yeah. still super short but okay if it's more, that short i might definitely have another go of it. yeah much more in depth than bright memory like it looks a lot nicer and the powers and stuff are a lot more developed uh, yeah they're really good really good uh definitely worth checking out uh on the xbox series x and s because it's not on xbox one because it's too too powerful. Too much too power. powerful of a game. Too much power, no. Um, <laughs> and, and the main one that I really wanted to talk, to, uh, talk about a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't obviously turn up because I had things going on, is As, As Dusk Falls. Now, gentlemen, it's been out for a couple of weeks at this point. Has anybody else played As Dusk Falls yet? Not yet. Yeah. It is something I will have a go of. It's one of the ones I want to talk to you about before I start playing it. Tremendously disappointing because it's fucking brilliant. It's definitely one of my favourite games this year. I gave it a 10, which caused a lot of people to, to, to message oh, me and be forks. like, oh, I can't believe you gave it a 10. Fuck off. 
I loved it. Um, yeah. So the story, if you're not familiar, is you you sort of follow the story of uh, Vince. Oh god, it's been a while since I played. I'm going for my name. Vince. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> Vince, Jay, and uh, Vince's daughter, whose name escapes me right now. And the idea is that definitely, yeah. Vince and his family are going on. Uh, they're moving to a new city, and part of the way there, they get into a car crash. They end up at this place called the Desert Dream Motel. Uh, which they're supposed to stay there the night, get the car fixed, and then on they go. But as they arrive, so there's some uh, robbers who've robbed the sheriff's house of the town nearby, uh, and they sort of hold them hostage. And the idea is to follow the story as this group of robbers interact with this family and how what what your decisions you choose, like a, like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing, affects the lives and the outcomes of each character. Um and I was hooked from start to finish. There's six chapters, each about an hour long. And I think in the first couple, you play as Vince and then you play, you control Jay. And then later on, you control Vince's daughter when things the things have grown up. Because it, it's set in two time periods. When when this happened, I think it's in the 90s. And then it skips forward about 20 years to when they're, they're a bit further on, they've grown up. And it's just fucking brilliant. The The, the acting is tremendous, I thought. The visual style, which I know a lot of people were put off by, I thought it was tremendous, especially in like when you're actually playing. It didn't quite sit so well in trailers, I don't think. But when you're in the moment and you're sort of choosing the dialogue choices, the way they've animated the like the real life actors to be almost like a stop motion comic, it just works excellently because they also integrate it with uh, like real time 3D rendering. So, for example, when the sheriff arrives at the motel his car door swings open in real time, but then you've got like the stop motion of him getting out of the car. And then they've got different camera cuts and stuff. And when there's high action scenes, it's sort of, they're faster, camera, faster stop motion, but it's, it's sort of like it adds some extra screen shake effects and stuff. Uh, there's a few quick, but uh, quick time events, which, you know, I'm very good at. Um, <laughs> oh my God. How, do you put, how much do you butcher them? Yeah. Well, he has this, to go past that bit. This, this is what I was going to say. I, I aced every single one. So they're not actually must that be hard. Easy. I was going to say yeah, they're not, they're wow. not hard. Fucking sus. Um, I didn't even. Shit. I didn't even. Tr- like even my usual. I oh, just see if I need to press this button. I, I didn't fail a single one. Um, but <laughs> a lot of the things, be it quick time event or dialogue choices, affect the outcome of the story. So when you finish a chapter, you get to see like the paths you could have taken, like in, um, what was it Detroit Become Human did that? Yeah. Where it showed you the, the sort of potential outcomes. And the scope for the differences is immense. Like just in the first chapter, you've got, in most chapters, you've got two sort of side-by-side stories, one with modern day, one with future and or different scenes or something. Um, and it just starts off simple, like Vince playing with his daughter. They're playing like a, a memory game. So you've got a like, she asks you to remember a specific thing in the scene and if you get it right or if you get it wrong or if you pretend to forget then it branches off into three different ways and then that branches off into different ways and then that branches oh my god off. and eventually it all comes back around to one or yeah. one or two options but again depending on what you've picked before then wow. it's a lot different ones yeah and then by the time you get to the end of it um one of the characters I want, again i'm not going to spoil too much but one of the characters not the main characters like the, the side character as it were end up dying in my story but if i'd played if i'd played something differently she could have survived and then when i restarted the game another one died because i chose to let something happen which i didn't last time 
and then he died and then this, this and it's just it can go from there and then the ending is just it goes on and on and on and yeah it's tremendous i fucking love it so if you haven't played it yet which obviously you three haven't oh, game yeah. pass check it out fucking brilliant on the to-do list it's yeah and again it's about six hours long each chapter is about an hour roughly and yeah i thought it was excellent from start to finish and, and unlike some you know sometimes you get like the dialogue choices where you pick something you're like well that doesn't really make sense with what i've chosen before here i thought everything worked out perfectly had an impact even if i chose something that was odd like odd to what i would usually pick it still fit mm. i thought it was yeah i thought it all fit perfectly and the voice acting the music the visuals everything come together fusion fingers to make what <laughs> i would consider a 10 out of 10 game um, which you get upset Rages. a lot of people, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's definitely one of the best games I've played this year. <laughs> Fair play, nice. Fair yeah, go, go check that out. Um, and the only other one I've been playing, which I started last night very quickly, is a little game called Death Loop. <gasps> and on that dirty PlayStation Five, which I recently picked up, um, it was it was fairly cheap for by the this is what give it go. Obviously, from the people who made Dishonored, Graham, I know you're very excited about that. Yeah. Um, oh, it's fucking brilliant so far. Is it, it September really yeah. that is comes it to Xbox? I think suppose that that would be the year exclusive. Yeah, I'm sure that's a year up. Um, but I couldn't wait. Like I said, it was cheap enough for me to warrant buying the disc. And yeah, I think it was said September because, as yeah, I say, when the year's up, they're going to yeah. do it straight away into Game Pass. Um, and yeah, I play, like I said, I played about an hour, an hour and a half so far. And... Uh, it's got its hooks in me already. I've, quite frankly, I could just leave this podcast right now and go go back and play. I've been trying to play it all day, but the kids, it's, it's very much not a family-friendly game like you were saying with Far Cry. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah I can imagine, I can see it, yeah. Although there's stealth in here, the, the idea is to try and kill people really so to get past. And it's been a bit violent so far. But yeah, it's just fucking brilliant. It's definitely got that dis- dishonored vibe of like, you got an area and you can basically approach the goals over there somewhere and you can go whatever way around you like there's loads of different routes and alleyways and hidden areas and yeah it looks fucking brilliant so well, doesn't that in the games master as well for a little bit what's that sorry i said wasn't that in the games master i think one of the tasks was to play that game they had to get to a certain point without dying Maybe I, I don't remember. Sure, yeah, I I was, Maybe. It was the a woman that she had a. That was one of her tasks to get yeah, a may, joystick thing. It might very well have been. Yeah, um, but there's things like instead of the powers that Corvo's got, and this one's got like slabs. So as you kill the bosses, you get more powers you get to keep hold of. So after a run, if you successfully extract, you get to keep what you found, um, even if you have to start again when you eventually get killed. But yeah, so far, really good. Really enjoying it. I'm definitely going to play some more. Uh, the dual sense is fucking tremendous with it as well. I just have to say that. I know it's an Xbox podcast, but the way they've they've implemented that controller is is fucking excellent. So check it out. Hopefully hopefully on Xbox soon. Um, but yeah, for now, I'm going to, definitely going to be playing some more in a minute when we finished. Because I cannot <laughs> wait. Good. It's such a good game. Anyway, that's enough of what we've been playing this week. Anything else, gentlemen, before we move on to the, the rounding of the show? So for me, I'm all good. I did forget one game, but I won't bore you that much. <laughs> sure. Well, I don't know. What's get angry because I got the trailer ready? Well, no. I actually completely forgot. I don't know how I forgot this because it's fucking brilliant. I I did the Hitman Free DLC and Bo's Island. Um, uh, was it? It was it free DLC, isn't it? Yeah, it's free DLC. They brought it out. Um, again, just on this like sort of like a remote island. Um, 
you kind of get in. I think it's done in between games, in between two and three. Okay. Um, so they've kind of gone back in the past a bit. But yeah, really good. Um, what's, what I like about it is they've gone kind of sort of way back to the original Hitman's in a way, whereas in the Hitman recently, when they gave you like story missions where you can make the Hitman kill quite easy. So you could just follow a story mission and then all of a sudden the guy behind his own, you kill him, it's done. Where this one, there's no story missions whatsoever. You only get hints every now and again from um, Diana telling you, and you're, oh, that might be happening there. Or, oh, turn these lights on, that might be that person over there. So it kind of gives you those hints there and then you've got to kind of work it out yourself. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot more fun that way because obviously you can't just get the, the silent assassin quite easy that way. Um, I've seen now though, people must be wanting under a minute, but they're just doing ridiculous stuff. But <laughs> Using the suitcase of power. That's yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. That, that, I did that. So that's good. I completed it. It took me a while. To, I, was, I was going to record it trying to get to the YouTube, but I kept fucking failing. I was like... Uh, okay, if I'm recording, I'm just going to go. <laughs> so I haven't got a silent assassin yet, but I've got the stealth kill. I've got like, I think it was, I got caught by a camera, so I haven't got a silent assassin yet, but I will go back and do it now. Hopefully by next week. Definitely. Nice. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, everybody. If you've been playing any games, let us know in the comments down below, as the YouTubers like to say, uh, or on Twitter at Xbox Tavern. Uh, however, for now, we're going to move on to the last section of the show. Ross, tell us all about things that are coming to Game Pass. So have come to Game Pass. Everything's already in here because we're at the end of the month, but I'll run through the ones that are last, sort of most recent ones. Um, MotoGP 22, July 21st on console, PC and cloud. Torment Tides of Numenera, July 21st on console and cloud. As we were discussing at the start of the show, what remains of Edith Finch, the Xbox Series XS version on July 28th for the console and Inside on July 29th, console, PC and cloud. Nice. So yeah, some decent games there. But Ian, you need to let us down gently, please. What's leaving Game Pass? Sad times, unfortunately. Yes, indeed. So coming tomorrow, really, I would say, it'll be gone. So if you're listening to this, it's probably gone already. Um, depends how quick Dog Ross gets it up. Uh, Wait, uh, easy, ladies. Wow. Dodgeball Academia, Katamari, Dakami, We Roll, Luminous Masters. Omino and Raji, the ancient epic, all leaving Game Pass tonight. So yeah, some decent games that we're losing there, but so I'm actually sure... some yeah, really good ones. It's a bit of shame. Yeah, come come tomorrow or the day after, I'm sure we'll get another whacking great list from Game Pass on Twitter saying all of these games they're in Game Pass now. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, but if we don't want to wait till that time and we want to know what we can get with our Xbox Gold subscription, Graham, tell us. Yeah, so you got your last chances to get there, the Beast of Maravilla Island, which is available up until the July 31st. Uh, the same with Torchlight, that's available to July the 31st. And then after that, we have uh, Relicta, that's available until October, August the 15th. And we have a Scourge, oh no, not that one, sorry, apologies. Um, uh, let's try to look at which one's coming in. So Saints Row 2 is coming in from the 1st of August to the 15th. And Calico is coming in from the August the 1st to the 31st. Nice. So we've got some uh, some decent games there. Again, Relicta, I've, I think I said every week I've been here, definitely go play it. It's fucking brilliant. That, Ian, that's almost like a portal-like as well. Oh, yeah? Um, bit of physics-based puzzle Ooh. goodness going on. But it's all plays with gravity rather than, than portals. Oh. Uh, yeah, very good, very good. Uh, they're popping in a Saints Row to 
whetting the appetite for some people. Oh yes. Uh, did you ever play Saints Row Two? Because I know I think I played I the first. All one I completed all of them, Jay. Yeah, yeah I played all of them. I thought the first one was dreadful, and I haven't really played any since. But oh, two was really good. Two was yeah. two was the best one, I think. Actually, I would say yeah, two is the best one because it was so, kind of yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So as you said, wetting the appetite for Saints Row the reboot that's coming out. Was it twenty fourth of August? Is it somewhere around somewhere towards the end of the month? Um, so yeah, so we'll go play that. Cool. Thank you very much. Well, we've had an entire show and not one mention of Human Fall for that, which I'm very disappointed about. Uh, I'm sorry, Dan, <laughs> to have let you down. Uh, if it makes you feel better, perhaps we could say that as Dusk Falls, it's kind of like Human Fall for that, but, but with <laughs> narrative instead of physics. Um, if you enjoyed this show, thank you very much for listening. You're a hero for making it to the end of this wonderful episode, episode 88. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Xbox Tavern. You can find our YouTube stuff here on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official, where we record this podcast every Sunday at 8pm. Ish. 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 And you can obviously check out the website xboxtown.com for reviews and features etc etc which we put up hopefully every day mostly every day uh and yeah just search us up ask jeeves and you can find us where we are and we can talk to you hopefully uh i've been jamie uh you can follow me at enaxan if you'd like to give me some shit for not liking resident evil 5 as much as everyone else on this podcast uh you can follow ian at nutty ray graham graham reaper and ross scottish Groff. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week for episode 89th. And have a wonderful week. Be good to each other. Well, bang, okay? It finally came home. It finally came home. I think you saw Cleve anything.